Welcome to Authentic Living with Roxanne, a place where we have conscious conversations about things that really matter in our lives. And now, here's your host, Roxanne Derhage. interview last week was so good that we decided to turn it into a two-part series. If you missed last week, you'll find the link in the show notes. It's not mandatory that you listen, but we want to make sure that you don't miss out on this amazing conversation. Hi, everyone. It's uh, Roxanne Durhaj. I'm uh, really happy today to have a colleague, um, Sandra Scheinbaum. She is a clinical psychologist, so we share a bit in common, um, you know, in the field of psychology and uh, formerly trained as a clinical psychologist, but now she is a functional medicine expert. She has the coaching academy for functional medicine uh, that she's uh, started quite a long time ago now. Um, and we are also um, privileged to uh, also belong uh, to the Forbes uh, Council, where uh, that's where Sandra and I met. So Sandra, thanks so much for coming in today um, and sharing your wisdom with us um, on my show. Well, thank you, Roxanne. It is such a pleasure to be here. Intuitively, our body knows to heal how and what it needs to heal. But if we're doing things that's diametrically opposed to health and we're not aware, right? Like maybe someone is going to see a clinical psychologist, but you know, they're, they're taking on massive, massive amount of changes, or maybe they're in a relationship that's really draining them, or it's detrimental, you know, there's conflict every day. And you're looking at parts of the whole, like the traditional kind of Western medicine just says, hey, Roxanne, you've got a bit of anxiety, you're having panic attacks. Here's the anti-anxiety medication that you need, versus saying, okay, in Canada, I think the average physician, I, you know, in the U.S., I'm going to say it's probably different, maybe not. The average family physician sees someone, Sandra, about six minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Minutes. So you're lucky if you say, why are you there? What are the symptoms? If you can articulate it enough and to say potentially what you've tried. And here's the next, um, you know, up and coming popular anti-anxiety medication. There you go. And that's the extent of it. So let's yeah. talk about that bridge. I'm going to assume that uh, with functional medicine, you're looking at physicians or people that are wanting to do that work. But what, what does Western medicine think of functional medicine? And is there a divide? Because I'm interested because I think when you work with companies, um, you know, they would look at the pharmacological trending analysis of what employees are, are using, but are they willing to look at the overall perspective of some of the things that you might be able to show from. Sure. So uh, the divide was great. I love uh, when I was uh, starting this work, late seventies, early eighties, and I would have meetings with physicians. I remember one cardiologist. Uh, he, I was in his office. We were talking about how breathing and mindfulness. We didn't talk about meditation much back then, but it was use of relaxation techniques and breathing, how that would help his cardiology patients. And he stood up and he held up the New England Journal of Medicine that was on his desk. And he said, shame on you. You went to Northwestern University. I would graduate there as well. 
peddling this garbage. This is nonsense. When I see what you're talking about, that breathing can help by your meditation, not meditate, mindfulness can help. When it's in the New England Journal, then you can come back and I'll refer patients to you. Well, bottom line, uh, his younger associates started referring people. They did really well. And there have been research there. Now there's, there are hundreds of studies and now it's common for physicians to recommend meditation, mindfulness training to their patients. So those who are conventionally trained, I think we also saw uh, after the pandemic, a lot of doctors exhausted, burned out. This is a serious, serious problem. Many of them are saying there has to be something else. They are also frustrated. They are seeing their patients not getting better. Recent statistic, 88% of adult Americans are considered metabolically unhealthy. I and mean, those are shocking statistics and it's increasing. Number of people diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, young children with fatty liver disease, pediatric conferences are talking about fatty liver. This was something we never, ever saw, especially other than in alcoholics, certainly not in a pediatric population. So they are frustrated and they realize we have to do something. And so there is a gradual coming together People who are looking, who are in the medical community as healthcare professionals are looking at functional integrative medicine approaches. And we have seen a lot of interest, but it is also patient-driven. Consumers want this. They are really feeling like there's got to be other answers. And so this is largely driven by uh, people themselves, patients who are wanting something different. They want to feel better. So the Institute for Functional Medicine, uh, their conferences are selling out. They're getting a lot of medical doctors saying, I, I just want to be, uh, I want, I have a mission. You know, I, this is not what I went to medical school for, uh, to just be a, a, a cog in the wheel of this large hospital system where I spend my days just entering in the medical record and I'm not really uh, as effective as with my patients as I always like to be. So they're studying functional medicine. And we're seeing the Cleveland Clinic opened the Cleveland Clinic Center for Functional Medicine a number of years ago. We're seeing other hospitals following suit. Amazing, because you know, I, I you know I think of, as myself as a young clinician, and you know you see people right. They go on the antidepressants or the anti-anxiety, and um, you know, and then you start to talk to them about other things, right? And they'd be like, "Well, you know, I tried it, but it didn't work," and they expect the outcome to be different because the because the medicine right? The anti-anxiety right. to make me less anxious, but I'm still anxious, but I'm not learning any new skills, right? Yes. And now, you know, with, um, let's talk a little bit about benefits consulting and how that kind of works and how a company, for any senior executives listening now, and they're thinking, wow, I didn't know much about this, um, but I, I maybe should be considering this as one of my offerings um, along to my benefits consulting continuum, right? You have the EAP benefits, you have you know, sometimes they have health coaching separate or whatever. How does functional medicine kind of fit in or how do should senior leaders think about functional medicine when they have, um, you know, people that might approach them for looking at the trending analysis for what they're seeing in health and wellness year over year? Over year? 
So Functional Medicine Coaching Academy, we are doing research on the effectiveness of coaching, and we have two programs. Uh, one is where we are going through uh, the Institute for Functional Medicine, our collaboration partner, and their trainees who come to their introductory course are offered the option of being paired with one of our graduates for five sessions. The results have been off the charts phenomenal. And now we are in phase two of that research showing that uh, coaching physicians and the coach is was very, very helpful in terms of their, not only their physical symptoms were reduced, but also their, um, we used the promise 10 and their well-being significantly improved after these five sessions. We have a company that we have been working with and uh, it's Slalom Consulting and we are uh, uh, just have completed a pilot project where uh, they had um, a small segment of their employees, similar, same process. They were matched with one of our graduates who our graduates are doing this as their internship uh, and they are finding that what is several things are showing up. So similar to the physicians, their symptoms based on self-report measures, symptoms have decreased. Those are physical symptoms as well as their uh, mental, emotional state, their sense of well-being. But what is highly significant for the employer is that they are stating that they feel cared for. They are saying that Slalom cares about me because they went to this length to offer these health coaching sessions. And what is, it, it is the personal interaction because coaches are trained to be listeners and many people are just not feeling heard. And also because they are addressing whatever that individual wants to work on. Most people were working on stress, work-life balance, what they were eating, they wanted to change their dietary habits, um, but it is all what we call, you know, client-centered. And so just that experience alone, these are all done virtually, but it was very significant. Many of these employees went on to continue that coaching relationship beyond the five sessions that was offered in the project. Um, so we have just tons of data now showing the effectiveness of a coach. And now uh, those, so where the functional medicine physician would come in, and increasingly this is through telehealth, where they would get specific lab tests, often specialty labs, and they would have that consultation to where that doctor is the medical detective to find out. So those would be people who are uh, experiencing some degree of, of physical uh, symptoms that they're struggling with. And so then that consult would, would be made. Um, but the value uh, is in terms of combating things like presenteeism which is a big problem or you know, quiet quitting, uh, which is what you're talking about, or people feeling like they're not connected to their work. They don't have mission and purpose. And a coach can help them to rediscover that. Like even if they're doing a task that might be tedious, well, even I got it done and I didn't make any mistakes. How do you find value? How do you find value in your everyday responsibilities? How do you have that work-life balance? And how do you also decide when it is time for a, a career change and uh, what would that look like for you? So all of those things are on the table. 
with the with the coaching relationship and really it's discovering things that people may not realize so let's say you know you come back from lunch and you can't keep your eyes open you have to be in a meeting and you're struggling uh well what did you eat and could it be that this was a carb heavy lunch what if you added more protein what would that look like what if you increased fat so coaches are not nutritionists they don't make direct recommendations they don't diagnose they don't develop a meal plan but they help people to do their own experimentation and start to rethink some things. And that can be very beneficial or somebody who might be anxious, worried a lot, uh, have maybe um, have some issues with their mood, they're depressed and uh, overwhelmed with stress, but what are they eating and how is that playing into it? Um, and if they're getting sick all the time, well, what, again, what foods are going to be beneficial for your immune system? Your immune system is in your gut. So if you are eating these ultra processed foods, then that's going to have a huge impact. Uh, and a perfect example uh, was during the pre preparations for the lockdown, uh, when you saw people who were in stores and their carts were filled with like chips and cookies and, and all of these snack foods and all these ultra processed foods. Well, and yet they were very concerned about staying healthy. And, but what they, they didn't make the connection that the food had any impact on the defense and repair system, which is the immune system. So, you know, what I think is very important is we, you know, talk about presenteeism because I think that's key. We've gone through this massive pandemic, you know, either people, the people that were healthy, and I will say there's a subset of the population, right? The people that you know you need to meet, but you don't know how to meet them. When in the, I was an executive in the EAP world forever. Um, mm -hmm. And that's what we found, right? The people that knew, <laughs> They just made better choices. And the people that knew they were unhealthy, that's another subset of people that were really not well. But there was a big subsection of that population. And these are the ones that are, um, you know, they're the, the ones that are highest in presenteeism. They're the ones that are kind of doing the cyclical door with short-term disability. And these are the ones that really, if, they, if you don't kind of um, find they're trending, they might end up in long-term. And we know how massively expensive that is for companies. So what I hear, and, and I'm trying to clarify, is really functional medicine with the, with the physician making the assessment and the coaches, you're just doing a holistic perspective. Whereas the EAP, you know, they do the psychological, right? And then they would refer on to health coaching or, you know, legal or whatever could keep the employee away from work. But it sounds like the, the, the arc of what the functional medicine realm is, is looking at anything that the person could be addressing or having to address um, physical, um, you know, emotional, psychological, spiritual, or meaning and purpose you talked about, and also how to function effectively so they can bring, bring the best version of themselves to work, not just work, but to their lives. Yes, you got it. Okay. And the health coach acts like the, the center the hub and the wheel, and they have all of these different possibilities. So maybe this person does need psychotherapy. They know when to refer for that. Maybe they need 
a they need to see a functional medicine doctor. Maybe they need uh, to address their oral health, which often is overlooked. Uh, there's a great question in um, uh, in functional medicine, and that is, when is the last time you felt well? And then what was happening a year, six months before that? And people will say, well, I moved and uh, I did a lot of home repairs. And maybe there's some susceptibility, there was some toxic load going on with that. Or perhaps it was, I remember one person um, back when I was a psychologist, she knew, even though none of her doctors believed, she said, I never felt well after that root canal. I, I just, it's got to be connected in some way. That was what started it. And people have that intuitive sense. And yes, there is that connection. And so um, get, investigating that route might be a possibility or helping people on an elimination diet where you're eliminating things like gluten and soy and other things that are known to create sensitivities. Um, and so, or perhaps it is somebody has celiac and they don't even know it and where the functional medicine health coach would help them to, um, to go down that path to see a functional medicine doctor where they do those kinds of tests. And it's also emotional health coaching because uh, many people still are faced with that stigma. And especially if they think their job is on the line, they're at risk, there's privacy issues. And so uh, what a coach does based on the positive psychology principles are focusing on what's right with you and not what's wrong with you and helping people to see how simple changes they were not talking about major major changes in most cases but just getting out and taking a walk spending some time outside that is a better antidepressant than anything that's a pill and helping people to to see that or helping them with loneliness which is an independent risk factor um, to feel connected and certainly um, we saw that during the pandemic the the problem with feeling isolated, feeling alone, and often people are getting together in groups led by a health coach or inspired by a coach to be more connected because that is so, so healing. Absolutely. This has been an amazing conversation for anybody that didn't know about functional medicine. Um, I, I'm so glad we had this conversation today. But what I'd like you to do is to speak to senior advisors within companies. And, you know, they're probably some of, I'm going to assume with all the advancements, a lot of people at least minimally know some, but I'm going to assume maybe not so much based on, you know, the industry or, um, you know, the part of the world that they might be listening to um, this podcast from. What kind of things would you tell them to consider when they're making a decision about, you know, maybe um, approaching someone to do some of the work that you're suggesting? Sure. So people don't like to be told what to do. And a lot of those early corporate wellness programs didn't work as well because people were being told they felt forced into something. Uh, there were privacy concerns and it just was not, it can't be one size fits all. The health is personalized. It's based on who you are, what your unique needs are, what your genetics are like. And so it's a process that is highly individualized. And I think showing caring for employees by offering, um, exploring coaching. And the place to start 
for those senior executives is with you. And so uh, experience what it's like to have a coach. And many may be familiar if they played sports, they had a coach, for example. And so they're familiar with the process. Having somebody who is not only your personal cheerleader, your guide, it's going to help you be held accountable. And so realizing that it, this is good for the bottom line. This is you want your employees present. You don't want them absent from work because they're sick. Uh, long COVID, this is just the tip of the iceberg with what we're seeing there. Um, and people who are wanting to leave the company. So uh, using this as a way to increase the productivity uh, and have a team that is really committed and mission-driven. Um, so you can go to functionalmedicinecoaching.org. We actually have a find a coach uh, and we are also uh, more and more being called upon to work with companies to help them to initiate a coaching program. Awesome. So what am I walking away with? Um, I'm going to say that I know a fair amount, but today with our conversation, I think it's, you know, whether you're the individual, think about yourself, like some simple things, like Sandra said, like, you know, when are you sluggish? Um, you know, are you moving? You know, what have you been through uh, maybe in the last year or the last six months? And how are you feeling internally? And I, I often say um, it's getting quiet and our lives are so hairy. Like this morning I took you know, 25 minutes to do a meditation. I don't do it every day. And it's funny how that just sets the, you know, it's the aperitif for the day and it, it just, it, it helps you flow. You still have lots of things coming at you, which we all know, but to take that time to really reflect internally. And for the CEOs that, were, that are gonna be hearing this or the senior leaders that can make decisions, this is a gift that you're giving the individuals, but ultimately, and you know that I talk about return on relationship, it's investing in the individual relationship so that overall as a company, you have a culture, what, what are you doing if people are that much healthier, if they're getting this kind of support? That's gonna cross-pollinate and people are gonna just be able to be, bring the best version of themselves to work, less presenteeism. Um, and if we're focused and, and pro productive, I would say, most human beings want to bring um, the best self to whatever they're doing. So affording them the opportunity to be able to do that. So again, Sandra, thanks so much. For anyone that wants to learn more about authentic leaderships at um, relationships, either at home or at work, just uh, go to my website, roxanderhodge.com forward slash quiz. You can fill that out. We'll send you a nice little report and you can connect it with us if you're wanting more information. Again, Sandra, thanks so much. And for everyone, thanks for hanging out with us and we'll chat with you again soon. Thank you. Great to be here. Thanks for tuning in to Authentic Living with Roxanne, creating the space for positive, healthy change. Roxanne is a keynote speaker, psychotherapist, and coach. To work with Roxanne, visit roxanderhajcom slash blueprint. We'll see you next time on Authentic Living with Roxanne.